Hi everyone, just a quick disclaimer before we start our Snowtown Murders episode. We just want to put out there that we will be talking about LGBTQ discrimination, child and sexual abuse, torture and murder, and just all kinds of general fucked up shit that uh, these two murderers, well four, did. So if that is not for you, we totally understand and we hope to see you in the next one. Bye. everyone and welcome back to the better watch horror podcast i'm your host patrick and i'm celeste and as always we are here to share our love of everything horror and true crime welcome back to the week where (laughs) i just chuck myself in the deep end with true crime and (laughs) hate myself for it (laughs) this i actually this one we're talking about today i've heard about before and i was like you know what i'm ready i'm prepped i'm primed to go and then i started watching the documentaries and i was like no fuck that i'm (laughs) I'm out fucking i just i still can't but that's all right welcome on to the journey of me getting better with true crime yeah not happening anytime soon sadly but we're baby steps we're getting there these are fucking huge steps for a baby (laughs) oh my god i was gonna say you're a very big baby (laughs) oh god i'm acting like one honestly (laughs) so today we are talking about the snowtown murders that are also known as the bodies in barrels murders yep god thank you ginger ninja for mentioning this to us yes thank you for suggesting that this be the true crime we cover this week it's nice that oh i literally had no idea what to focus on this week so that's why i posted on our socials being like hey does anyone have any suggestions and he said the snowtown murders and i was like oh i've heard of them and thank you for giving us an aussie one yeah which is like this year i want to focus more on doing aussie Aussie. stuff because again and i keep saying it it. yes that's why we keep (laughs) that's why we started this damn podcast and who knows I'll do another Ozploitation movie next week, I guess. Ooh. <laughs> or not next week, two weeks from now. Bloody hell. I'll talk about what we're doing next week at the end of this. Yes. But for now, let's talk about some just messed up shit with yeah. these four killers. Mm-hmm. It was a group of people. Yeah. So basically, we're going to do like before the crime and talk about the kind of killers and how they came to be, then talk about the crimes themselves, talk about all the victims, and then talk about after the crime and their sentences and that sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, so basically this he was the leader of the group, this John Bunting guy. And what I got from watching the documentaries, I'll mention those shows now because they were on binge. Mm. So it was Crimes That Shook Australia and Crime Investigations Australia. Yeah. Now if you want to learn about this, I'd probably lean more towards watching the, sh- the Crimes, Crimes That, that shook. shook Australia one because it's more recent. If you go to 2005, there's a bit of like... Dramatization. Dramatization that's pretty full on. And, and also some wrong terminology towards the LGBTQ plus community. Yeah. Which for me, honestly, it didn't sit well. And when we get to it, I want to talk about it because like I have said a couple of times in this podcast, like... Be who you want to be and be happy. But after learning about these murders and who he was hunting, like, I'm honestly starting to tear up a bit right now. Like, I will never, never, never understand what that community goes through. Yeah. And I am so sorry for everything that you have Have to to go through. Like, no one should ever be 
discriminated like that. Yeah. But just being yourself. Exactly. And the way this guy just targeted this community before it's even like... It was disgusting. It was disgusting. And before it's even like what it is today. Yeah. And how like awesome it is to see people be proud of who they are. Yeah. And I don't know how many times like I know I'm probably not the person who should be saying sorry because I'm fully towards like that community. Yeah. But you feel guilty by association. Yeah. But it's just something that happens where you just feel guilty even though you didn't do anything. But because you're not part of that community, you just feel guilty. Yeah. And I like as I've said before, like things have happened in my life, but like someone's always got it worse. Yeah. And I feel like this community has it worse the whole time. So to the LGBTQ plus community, I am so, so sorry for everything that you have to go through. Like, again, I will never, ever understand, but please keep doing what you're doing. Be who you are and fuck whatever people want to say. Yeah. And we'll put some um, resources in the notes for the episode. Yes. Any description of wherever you're listening to this, we'll put some helplines and resources for anyone who needs help. Exactly. Yes. And we're going to probably start doing that a lot more because we... We talk about a lot of deep, messed up things. Let's get into the Snowtown murders. Okay. Um. So, this guy, John Bunting, he was born on the 4th of September in 1966 and he was, you know, reported to be a friendly kid, whatever, but... He also showed signs of, like, violence at a really, yeah, really early age. I was age. hearing in some of the documentaries, like, he grabbed chemicals and put insects in them to see how they would die. Like... Yeah. That's... Well, that that's is literally the first, the first of sign of being a serial killer. Even I know that. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, like, he would, you know, harm the neighbourhood animals. He even killed someone's pet dog at, as a child. Oh, my God. Um, but... When he was about eight, he was beaten and sexually assaulted by a friend's older brother, um, which led uh, like a lot of people to believe that that's shaped him into how he thinks and why he hates the LGBTQ community specifically for that act. Yeah, but wasn't that only alleged by him? Yeah, because there's no proof of there's it. There's no proof. So he could have just been, he could have just said that because he's an asshole. Yeah. But that's just it. Like, yeah. you just never know. Um, what scares me most about this mm. is, like, we were born in 1998. Yeah. And this was still happening. Yeah. Like, there was people still getting killed. There was someone murdered in my birth, birth month. month. <laughs> yeah, it's weird to think about. Because a lot of these cases, you know, happen ages ago or whatnot or even re- more recent. But having it around, like, when we've been sort of alive, not really cognitive, but alive. Yeah. It's Really weird. But when John was 26, he committed the first murder um, of Clinton Tresize and he was 22. So Clinton's body wasn't actually discovered until two years later in 1994 and it was found in a really shallow grave and police at the time had no idea who the killer could be. And Bunting has later claimed that the reason he killed Tresize was that he was a child predator because he was connected to a convicted child predator, Barry Lane, who we'll talk about later. Yeah. But yeah, he's basically said, that's why I killed him, because he was a child predator. But there was no actual fact to that. No. It's just, oh man, it's just, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll never understand the mind process of a psychopath. I don't think anyone could. Mm. Like it just, yeah. Confuses you. 
So we're talking about during the crime now? Yeah. So this happened between August of 1992 and May of 1999. The murders are to believe to have happened in various locations around Adelaide, South Australia, and the bodies were later moved to Snowtown as none of the victims were residents of the suburb. Yeah. Uh, in 1999, the bodies of eight people were found in an unused bank vault and their bodies had been stored in barrels full of acid. Yep. So these were stored in Snowtown in a abandoned bank. Yeah. And when you watch that documentary we talked about before, they there's like actual camera footage that was never before shown before. Yeah, from the on the police's uniform. And they say like there was just, what, a tarp or something taped to up. the wall it's like a door they had the forensics so i don't know the word for it the oh, forensic person yeah and they were like we have barrels full of stuff we don't know and he's like well open one up and tell me what's in it yeah he thought it was just going to be like drugs or something like that and then he said he got a call five minutes later going um doc there's dead bodies in here yeah and he goes oh he describes it as being a like a demented jigsaw puzzle because he was explaining that bodies have so much water stored in them that the acid just kind of didn't dissolve the bodies at all. Yeah. It just, it like water, it neutralized it. Yeah. And he just basically said it was just an oxygen, oxygen, not uh, oxygenated. That's the word I'm looking for. <laughs> so I'm sorry for being illiterate and can't speak half the time. That's fine. Yeah, he explained it as that. I'm not going to try and say that again. <laughs> and just the bodies were preserved and they were fine. So he's like, we could see the tattoos still. We could see fingerprints, whatever we needed. We knew who these people were. It was just but putting the, the thing, pieces together. The thing is, when you watch that documentary, they only knew about five. And there was eight in the barrels. Yeah, because there was only five barrels altogether. And we should talk about how this only became such a massive thing because... One of the detective leading the case was like, give me 10 missing persons cases cases, and I'll try and pinpoint where it all leads. And five of them linked up with John Bunting and Robert Wagner. Yeah, because at the time he said there's like three reasons why people go missing. It's either of their own accord and they just want to get away from life. They've either committed suicide or there's foul play at hand. Yeah. And so because all of these missing people, there was like no trace of them using their bank cards, no traces of them on cameras. They were like, okay, something's off here. And yeah, they ended up finding this unused bank vault. And another thing to be like so shocking to find out was a lot of the victims were the friends of the group. Yeah. Who were assisted in some of the murders or like even ex-girlfriends of the members. Yeah. Yeah, that was freaky. And before killing like the victims, John would record them reciting their bank information while being tortured so they could steal money or collect their welfare payments, which Centrelink in here in Australia. Yeah. That is so... Because, yeah, they were all in commission housing. Yeah, or they had some form of disability. Yeah. Or, yeah, it was just really, really messed up. Like that victim with schizophrenia, which we'll get to him. That, yeah. That was probably the one murder that fucked me up the hardest. So, yeah, so basically there was eight people found in the barrels, but then there was four people found in the backyard of one of the murderer's houses. It was John Bunting's. Was it his house? It was his house. Robert's house. But I was like, honestly, so stupid. I was laughing at this because, like, because you're so, like, into serial (laughs) killers and you're like, oh, (laughs) mate, like, 
I could be one if I wanted to be. <laughs> like, because I know everything and literally, like, I know what to do. If you're going to kill someone, don't bury them in your own backyard. Also, we're not condoning killing anyone. No, obviously, obviously <laughs> don't, not. Don't kill anyone. Obviously not. Please don't. But <laughs> can you if... imagine that? We get on the news. Some <laughs> podcast in Australia called Better Watch Horror leads to 10 murders. Like, well, no, we didn't say any of that. No, it's just hypothetical. And being smart about things and you're allowed to shit talk stupid people. Yeah. <laughs> we are. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, so back to the story. Um, so sometimes to get these payments, they would either impersonate the victim or pretend to be a friend of the victim collecting it on their behalf. Mm. And there were some reports that just on the welfare payments alone, they stole at least $95,000. From Centrelink. Jesus, that's like, that that is almost a hundred grand. Yeah. That's crazy. Could you imagine just like, how did, how did Centrelink allow this? That's all my tax pay money going to them. (laughs) Literally. Well, not really that back then. I was still shitting in my pants. (laughs) True. Oh, man. Yeah. I mean, if you live in Australia and you know how Centrelink works, it makes you laugh that they got away with that. Yeah. Just saying. (laughs) I don't even think they're smart for getting away with it. No, because they don't care about it anyway. No, they couldn't give a shit. <laughs> oh, so here we go. All 12 victims. And their believed date of death because there is no way to know when they actually died. They just know that it was between some certain months that they went missing. Why is the one that I was like, oh, he died on my birth month is in my favorite number of seven? Hmm? I don't like seven anymore. Oh, I see it here. Okay. I see it here. Okay. I was confused. I was like, oh, this is my favorite number, number seven. And then I saw which one it was. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> so obviously the first victim was Clinton Trezaz. Trezaz. Sorry. <laughs> 22 years of age and died August 31st, 1992. Now he got trauma to the back of the head. Yeah. That's fine. Oh, I'm just like, oh, God. Apparently, from one of the documentaries I saw, this was the 2005 one. Apparently, he was just sitting in the living room watching TV and John came behind him and just yeah. beat his skull to a pulp. Yeah. And then just buried him in a really shallow grave. Yeah. The next victim was Ray Davies, 26. He lived in a caravan in the backyard of Susan Allen's home. He was alleged to have sexually abused one of Suzanne's grandchildren, which then became... The reason-ish why he was murdered. And then... Our third victim, Suzanne Allen. Yeah. So she was John Bunting's ex-girlfriend and she's believed to be a victim from the group, but no one was ever convicted of it because there was no evidence that she died from malicious intent and they claimed that, you know, she had a heart attack or something. Yeah. Um, then we've got Michael Gardner. He was only 19. Um, yeah, and I think, yes, like some of these victims are new what we are now. There's even one at the eight. He's 24. 24. Yeah. yeah. I'm 25 this year. So are you. Yeah. And it's like scary. half of these people are around so our young. age. But yeah, so Michael was openly gay. Yeah. And he liked to cross dress. Yeah. And he had no relation or anything with any of the other people. It's just. John Bunting hated that community. Yep. What a prick. Yep. What a fucking prick. Yep. And then next up we've got Barry Lane, who he was convicted of being a child predator. And, and he was friends also with Yeah, he was giving John information about all these other, other predators. Predators in his area to then Well, isn't the story that 
Barry was in a relationship with Roger and then he... Robert. Robert, sorry. God, me and names. You and names. I'm so terrible. Yeah. All right, let me try this again. So, Barry was in a relationship with... Robert. Robert. Sorry, I almost said it again. I know. And then they split up and he found a young man named Thomas who was a schizophrenic and was really into the military. And because Barry didn't have that relationship with Robert anymore, John said, you're no use to me anymore. He even made him call his mum to say he's moving to Queensland. Yeah, so that his mum wouldn't call or ask where he was. Mm. So, yeah, so they got this Thomas kid to help murder Barry. Yeah. And, and then a little bit later, they were scared that Thomas would this speak. Is, this is the one that fucked me up so hard because um, they yeah. took him to the woods and hung him in a tree to make it look like a suicide. Yeah. Gross. Man, no. I, one of his go-to things, John, with these torches was crushing people's toes with pliers. Yeah. Man, I use pliers for my job. <laughs> You're never going to look at them the same. No, I'm just going to pick them up and be like, no, nah, I'm, <laughs> I'm not using those. Um, so then our seventh victim is Gavin Porter. He was 31 and he was a friend of James, one of the group. And he used to just do drugs with James. And one day he was working on his car and James, Robert and John just went in there and killed him. Just cause. April 1998. Yep. When I was born. Yep. Oh God. <laughs> and then next up we have Troy Ude, who was James's half brother and he was rumoured to have sexually abused James when he was younger, and that is the motive. Yeah, I'll mention this. There is a 2011 film called Snowtown, mm. or The Snowtown Murders. Yeah. It's like an independent Aussie film, really good, but it's really like, it is so hard to watch because yeah. when it gets to the alleged sexual abuse scene from Troy to James, it's full it's on. a solid two-minute scene. Yeah. And it's, it, it's I rough. was eating at the time. And I was dry, like, I could feel something coming up. That's how, like, sick and disgusted I was. Yeah. Like, to think that his half-brother could do that to him. Yeah. It's sad. Again, I will never know what goes through people's minds, but then to see what their childhood was like growing up and their dad being that sexual abuser to them. Mm. Sorry, I'm the words coming into words my out. head and then I'm, like, <laughs> overthinking, is it the right thing <laughs> to say? You're fine. Yeah. Um, so then the next victim was Frederick Brooks. He was only 18 um, and his mum, her name was Jodie Elliott and she was engaged to John. And then his mum was also the sister of Elizabeth Hayden, who we'll talk about in a second. So they're all interlinked somehow. Yeah, I feel like the first few were like, Random. you're a predator, you're a predator. And then it just got through, okay, you've helped out, but you're going to tell, so I'm going to murder you. And then it just... Snowboard. Snowboard into something. Yeah. And then we've got Gary O'Dwyer. Was this the really messed up one? Um like Oh yeah. So he had suffered a brain injury from being in a car accident. Yeah. And was friends with the group. They used to go over to his house and drink and whatever. And then one day was just like, you know what? I'm going to kill you. Yeah. He was the one that John was like, I haven't killed anyone in a while. So I'm just going to fuck it. Why not? Yeah. And the thing he did to him, oh, just, (laughs) sorry to get graphic, but he put a sparkler in the Mm -hmm. eye of his penis. Yep. And lit it and just watch it burn down to his flesh. Yep. What the fuck goes through someone's mind? Again, 
crushed his toes with yeah, pliers. Yeah, that was just his thing. But the spark. The sparkler. I'll never look at a sparkler again the I same. Know. Yeah. This is why I don't like true crime. It ruins fun things. Yeah. Let's somewhat, we'll get to New Year's Eve. It's like, let's put the sparkler like, in the No. Like, Fuck off. Run away. <laughs> I don't want it. I don't want it. <laughs> um, so then next up we have Elizabeth Hayden, and she was married to Mark, who was another member of the group. And so she'd helped in some of the crimes. And then one day John was like, mm, I don't trust this bitch. Let's kill her. And Mark was all for it for some reason. It's because he couldn't talk. He wasn't a talkative person. He was so, very quiet. But and surely you're going to protect your wife. Obviously or is it not. kill or be killed? I think he was getting sick of her too, but because John was in his head talking Fair. to him about her. Fair. Like, that's the thing. John preyed on people with mental illness and got into their heads. And like he's, Master manipulator. I feel like, it's again, it's like going back to the family. And mm. people might think he's like, oh, you were like, a god, like you will take yeah. me places. I can't remember that lady's name, and we talked about it like a month ago. Fuck, we, uh, we have too many names in our head. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even say the right one <laughs> for a movie or a true crime. That's okay. Now the twelfth one was David Johnson, who was the stepbrother of James, and was lured to Snow. The only murder to happen in Snowtown. Yeah, and he was there to buy a computer because he really wanted a computer. He was really into him, and have his stepbrother just take you up there just to get you murdered. Yeah, so messed up. It is really messed up. Like, I will, again, I keep, I keep repeating myself and people are probably getting annoyed. I will never understand what goes through someone's head, but I kind of understand when you've got, like, the past that you've had. Like, yeah, but just, even so, there's other people that go through the same things. Yeah. And they're fine. Yeah. They're normal people because they don't want to continue the cycle. They want to break it and don't want to be like that. So after the crime, this was Australia's, like, Still biggest, to date. Still to date, biggest and most well-known, like... Worst serial killing because there was 12 victims. Yeah. Like it's the most Not even victims. the Port Arthur, Arthur massacre was... Well, that's different. It's not a serial killing. He was just... He's just shooting up Shooting people. everyone at once. And this the was just... we don't have guns anymore. Yeah, which isn't a bad thing. No, it's not a bad thing. <laughs> um, But yeah, so the four men were arrested and convicted of the murders. So we've got Robert Wagner, James... Oh, I Velasquez. struggle. Velasquez. The, wa- the one word I can say. And I can't. <laughs> um, Bro, what the fuck? <laughs> um, Mark Hayden and the leader of the group, John Bunting. So Bunting had later said that the real reward for the murders was the, was the act of the killing itself and the money that they stole was just icing on the cake. Yeah. So you can't, like, he couldn't even be like, oh, yeah, I wanted to kill them because I wanted to take their money. He was like, no, I wanted to kill them because I wanted to kill them. Yeah. The money was just a bonus, sure. Yeah. Like, It's fucked what? up. Dude, I don't fucking... Um, should stay in prison, honestly. Yeah, he is. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> okay. uh, quick mass. Can't math. <laughs> so Bunting was sentenced to 11 life sentences without parole. So even though there were 12 victims, as I said before, Suzanne Allen, they there was no evidence to say that they killed her. So that's why he's only charged with the remaining 11 victims. Yeah. Um, Robert Wagner was sentenced to 10 life sentences without parole. Velisquez, um was sentenced to four life sentences without the possibility of parole for 26 years. And Mark Hayden was sentenced to 25 years in prison without the possibility of parole for 25 years. So, so he got the the weakest sentence, basically, for yeah. his but part. I don't, 
he was just helping out. He never murdered anyone. Sorry, I'm about to turn on a light because it's dark as fuck oh, yeah, in true. here. Oh, Ooh, bright light. Um, bright light, bright light. Oh, going back to... Oh, no, I don't want to think about that episode. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, that was the worst thing, trying to talk about gremlins by myself. <laughs> oh, oh, well. well. <laughs> I like going off track, if you haven't noticed. Um, But, yeah, so they are the Snowtown murders. Oh, also, the, um, the town of Snowtown itself wanted to change its name. Yeah. Because they didn't want to be associated with whatever this was. There was like Rose Town as an option, but it never happened. It never got changed. No, so it's all still there. You can go visit the bank vault. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't if I were you, but that's your choice. Yeah. It's a nice country (laughs) town. It's just something unfortunate happened in there. Yeah. Can't blame the town for what happened. Yeah. Just blame John Bunting for being an arsehole and a fucking twisted fuck basically yeah that makes sense again yeah i just it's hard doesn't it especially that like targeting people with mental health yeah well this episode's been really depressing the true crime ones usually are oh yeah let's finish on a lighter note Mm. i think everyone knows there's a particular franchise that's coming out in cinemas this week when this episode comes out on the 9th Eighth. Eighth. Well, we're seeing it on the eighth. Mm-hmm. It comes out on the 9th of March in Australia. I think the 10th of March in America. I'm not too I, sure I where everyone else. It is a horror ranks video. Mm. We haven't done a franchise since Halloween when yeah. we first uploaded our first ever horror ranks video. Mm-hmm. Oh, you were so excited. I'm so excited. Because it's. Look, it's a franchise that everyone knows and loves. It's a great starter horror movie, I reckon. And Ooh, yeah. like hey, everyone can dress up as this person. Everyone and loves literally a bit my favorite person. Of Ghostface, as <laughs> we are gonna rank all six screen films. So yes, a shorter horror ranks than thirteen movies. I mean, I'm not complaining that was exhausting to do. <laughs> the Halloween franchise was exhausting <laughs> as uh, I'm still waiting on the Hellraiser one to come. Still yeah. waiting, but we do have a backup plan. Yeah, it's right there mm-hmm. because it comes around out near my birthday. Yeah, so it was my idea. <laughs> Sorry, Fancy I that. keep talking about my birthday so much. It's not even coming anytime soon. Calm down. It's a month away. It's or not over a month away. Yeah, calm, calm your horse. You're gonna just call me an old man for turning 25, and I'm not old. I'm young. It's just because you're older than me. Yeah, fair enough. By like two months. But yes, we will be ranking. The Scream franchise, which we're excited for. I'm so excited. Oh, I'm just excited to do another horror franchise ranking, honestly. Yeah, we've done some other fun little horror ranks. We we did villains, final girls. Oh, that's it. Yeah. Oh, God. Maybe we should do some more horror rank videos. Let us know. (laughs) Yes. Let us know what you want to see from us. The easiest one for us to do is a first reaction. Like we... Well, we're, we're trying to get a little formula down where we alternate between the three video types that we do. Yeah, and I do have some ideas for some new videos, but we're not going to do them anytime soon. I don't even know these ideas. What do you, you mean? You don't know these ideas. Should I just let everyone know now what my ideas are? Yeah, because I don't know what they are. I had an idea that, well, please feel free to like message us or, or whatever, but I had a feeling like, do you know, horror movies, they make one. We feel like some horror movies don't really need a sequel. Mm. So I was thinking about doing a video where we focus on that specific horror movie sequel and judge. Oh, 
did, did it really need a sequel or no? Okay. So we can talk about like Cabin Fever, Blackwater, just to name a few, probably Toxic Avenger, which we haven't seen yet. There's, I'm not complaining. There's four <laughs> of it. Why do you mean you're not complaining? <laughs> I hear it's a lot of fun. Bro, we watched like five minutes of it on like the really worst quality thing that which we found. Which led me to buy that the made whole you buy set. it. But I was like, I cannot wait for this to end. Um, another thing for TikTok, mm. Mm. if you've seen our TikTok, which is BWH Pod. Yes, Shit. I think. Let While you're searching it. that up, I'm going to talk about this idea that maybe sometime during the week, because we love posting there. Yeah, BWH Pod. I've got Lotus climbing out the door or the window, saying, "Feed me, you little bitch." <laughs> Dinner time. <laughs> Fucking hell. Sorry, I'm being a dad, a bad dog dad. You're not a bad dog, Dad. <laughs> um, an idea we had was if you've seen our TikTok of you yes. in JB Hi-Fi, mm-hmm. you love to pick random horror films. Yeah. We have heaps of random yes, horror do. films. We're sorry, thinking about just sorry. picking one and then talking about it over on TikTok. As oh, a, yeah. I remember you weekly, telling me that. weekly or two weekly thing. Whatever we've got time, really. And then what well, we've got here on the whiteboard... Let's turn these true crime podcasts into some true crime videos mm. sometimes. Like we'll still do the every week or so when we switch, we'll do a true crime podcast where we go into depth. But I'd love to do true crime videos if people are interested. Okay. You've got so many ideas, Dal. I do, but I feel like I'm bus- busting out. <laughs> I'm putting out too much, <laughs> but that's all right. I feel like. Got to do know. the most to get the most. Let us know about those ideas. Yes, or any other ideas you have. Yeah, and as always, we like to let you know what we want to do for videos. So you can follow us on our Instagram at Better Watch Horror Pod. That's where I put up at least every week or so a poll uh, of some movies that we've picked up. For whatever we're doing. <laughs> for whatever we're doing. Obviously, don't need to do a poll for this week. Yeah. Yeah. You can follow us on Twitter at... Oh, shit. Oh, Official God. BWH Pod. They're just too different and I We're, get confuzzled. We are 21 episodes in. You and I still we, don't remember. <laughs> you, I'm trying my best. You can email us at... Uh, betterwatchhorrorpod at gmail.com. And you can also follow us on YouTube, YouTube. at betterwatchhorror. Yes. We got there in the end. <laughs> we did it. Hope this ending made you laugh after a very depressing episode. And yes, we are going to put those services so like lifeline beyond blue whatever you need yep. will be in the notes for this video at uh, this podcast wherever you listen to it wherever you listen to it i learned we can put them on youtube so i'm gonna test it out for this episode and then i'll put all episodes yeah up there but until next time that we uh just audio tracks yes have a good one yes i don't really know a sign off yet but we'll get there One day, maybe. Have a swell day or night, I guess. (laughs) Don't laugh at me. I don't know. (laughs) We'll get there one day. Bye, guys. Love you lots. See ya.